Welcome to 1989, inside the diary of a wannabe radio announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as Giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody, stop. I think, I think Giggling Ben went to play, <laughs> went to play a crowd. Or even Bad Boy Ben with The Vixen back in the 90s. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and The Vixen and joining us from the UK really early in the morning. It's Billy! But way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Caratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm going to find out how weird... Arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment and a call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years, strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley. Welcome to 19 in 89. Welcome indeed. It's uh, time to revisit the charts for uh, Feb 26, 1989. We're taking in week eight of me being a radio announcer <laughs> as we prepare to flick through another week of less than inspiring diary entries on uh, behalf of my teenage self. It was a slow week for new entries. Only uh, the Travelling Wilburys with End of the Line, Sam Brown's Stop, oh my God, I love that, and Daryl Braithwaite's One Summer were able to make their debuts on the Aussie music charts back then. There's a brand new live comedy TV series which will be called The Big Gig, hosted by Wendy Harmer, which is only two days away from premiering on the ABC, and there were no such things as podcasts. In fact, if you wanted to enjoy music on the go, back in 89, you needed to have a personal portable cassette or CD player with headphones, and if you're cool and you had the cash, you had a Sony Discman, but most of us had, you know, just a casual Sony Walkman. And it meant you could have music while you were walking, uh, roller skating, no blades, guys, just roller skates, or even going to an aerobics class, which was huge, thanks to those Jane Fonda VHS workout videos that were around in the 80s. Uh, naturally, you'd be doing that while wearing a pair of leg warmers. Google them. They were so fashion. Hey, coming up, Teenage Me isn't having a bar of anyone who calls me while I'm on air and bores me to snores over the telephone. I'll also get my bitch on, get royally pissed off and have to work back late because I can't find anywhere to record some commercials. I also decide to host my very first dinner party and all my unfounded bravado will disappear in an instant when I find out I'm doing my first ever outside broadcast in front of actual people who probably don't give a shit about some guy who's going to be trying to do a radio show in the middle of a shopping centre. It's the teenage shut-ins version of an actual living nightmare. To help me work through all that and more, we're welcoming back a friend that I've had since high school. Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is this? Who is that? It's Linda. Welcome back, Lou. Hello. Hello. Thank you for coming back. I'm so glad you're back on. My pleasure. We had it's a good. Fun. We had a good reaction. Your even your son was happy about it. He was. He was. <laughs> he was impressed. Love it. 
and for re-connecting um, you, you were on, I can't remember what episode it was, maybe episode six, um, yep. and you revealed that I was a little asshole that uh, basically got Kerry in trouble when we skipped school and then I made it all about her. Oh, my God, she's suicidal. It was me just being nice when I wasn't really very nice at all. <laughs> oh, you were always lovely. We all loved you. You I had know. all the girls. Didn't I you did. Take I had of us? a little entourage, a little click. Definitely wasn't a harem, as what some people might think. <laughs> I'm sure my parents thought that was what was going on. I think they did. I think they did, but it wasn't true. Now, I think we were quite often used to go in the library, didn't we, to miss sport. So yeah. I remember that, that we used to try and miss all our sport classes because you were so sporty back in those days. Oh, I had no interest whatsoever. <laughs> and we, do you remember we used to bully the librarian to use her office so that we could hide in there and miss sport? librarian's name. Oh. You were quite friendly with her, weren't you? Well, I, don't, I, mean, I, I say friendly, I think she probably felt <laughs> like she was being victimised. <laughs> yeah, I do remember we nearly got away with a whole year of never doing a sport lesson. Well, which... I'm pretty certain you and Kerry never turned up to sport in year 10, so they didn't even know you existed at the school. <laughs> I do remember that because I think I went... But I remember Kerry just never turned up, so they never knew she existed. Yeah, Kerry was so good at making me feel like I could do anything. <laughs> bless her heart. Yeah, bless her. All right, so should we get stuck into a, a week's worth more of entries? Let's do it. All right, this is Sunday, February 26th, 9.30pm, I write this. No, I'm not going to sleep already. I'm at work at the moment doing Take 40 Australia. I've just spoken to mum and dad. They walked down to the butcher shop, because back in the 80s they owned their own butcher shop in Adelaide called the Wasley Butchery. Uh, they walked down to the butcher shop to call me, but the phone was out of order. Hmm, probably didn't pay the bills. Uh, so they had to walk back again, probably from all the phone calls they had to make to me and all the letters my mother's sending. I had a nice little chat. Some guy called Kev called up and he talked and talked, boring the shit out of me. Well, I've still got a couple of hours to go until my shift's finished, so I'll round this off by saying it was a pretty groovy day today. See ya, 9.38pm. P.S. Brought some steak today and put it in the marinade for tea tomorrow. Oh, and it, I didn't say brought, I bought it. So yeah, I did it right. I just ruined it in my 51-year-old reading of it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> and what would you have marinated your steak in back in those days? Oh, that was my parents' amazing, the Wasley Butchery Shazlik marinade, which was like soy sauce and a bunch of herbs and spices, garlic, honey, sesame Ooh. seeds. Oh, so good. God, you could do a recipe podcast after this. Wow. I'm sure a few people, actually, one of my friends, Ellie, has already messaged me saying, when we're out of lockdown, you're making that Shazlik marinade and I'm coming over, okay? And I was like, damn straight, Ooh. let's do it. Oh, nice. All right. So maybe we will have to do a recipe section. <laughs> Let's take in Monday, Feb 27. This is written at 12.27am. Today was great. Got into work at roughly 10. Rang up some companies about their advertising in the March guides. I still can't come to terms with the fact that I used to have to sell advertising because I don't remember actually doing it, but clearly I did. Hey, can I ask, so where did you get all this experience to sell advertising and to be on the radio? <laughs> I didn't have any experience. That's what's so <laughs> gobsmacking about this. Someone with eight weeks of work is just calling up business and going, oh, G'day, um, hi, would you like to buy some advertising on the radio station? I'll voice it for you. And I think it was much more high-pitched, my voice back then. <laughs> uh, did a commercial for Small Business Corporation and the Overland Caratha Disco. Woo! That must have been a hot oh. happening place. <laughs> I can just see you there. <laughs> Not. 
<laughs> would have been way too late and the sexual things might have happened. I would have been terrified. Oh, oh, oh God, no. Had lunch, got a great T-shirt and program from Mum and Dad from the Whoopi Goldberg show, which is fantastic. I distinctly remember that was my Christmas present. I got that from my parents, but I couldn't go because I got this job. Ruining my life. Uh, I never expected it. Also a letter from Sarah. Went on air at 2 till 6 p.m. The shift went really well. Had a great time. Here's where you come in. Linda rang up during my shift, but the receptionist wouldn't let me talk to her. And I've actually written here, wouldn't let me talk to me and scribbled out me and then put her. Because... <laughs> Idiot. She was a bitch, that receptionist. Do you, you remember it? <laughs> Not really, but screening your calls when we were 19, what was she thinking? I know. I must have, I must have had, had something important to tell you. Exactly. Someone would have been in tears about something dramatic and it needed to be dealt with right now. Actually, I do remember you used to ring us, leave a message, we'd ring you back and then you'd be on air and be like, oh, how are we meant to get, then we can't get through to you. Yeah, I know. So bizarre. <laughs> um, after work, I called Linda, had a long talk. Good to hear from her. Then I went to Cindy's new house, had tea with her, her boyfriend and her brother. We sat outside because it was nice and cool and had a great bitch session and a long talk. <laughs> it was great. See ya, 12.39am. I love that eight weeks in, I'm already bitching as well. I'm bored of You're this bitching. and I'm bitching. <laughs> and when did, you, when did you start calling tea dinner? I don't know. It's such an Adelaide thing, isn't it, to call it tea? Is that? It must be because do you call it tea anymore or do you call it dinner? I think I've switched between the two now that you think about it. But now you're confusing me. Is it tea? Are we having a cup of tea or are we having dinner? No, I was I definitely mean, having dinner for tea. Yeah, for tea. <laughs> and never a cup of tea. <laughs> Okay, I love that we're confusing each other. This is the best. <laughs> All right, let's take in uh, Feb 28. It's a Tuesday and this is written at 2.02am. Well, what did I do today? Had to go to work at Corp... Again, no question mark after me asking a freaking question. Anyway, had to go to work at Court to 11 because we had to record the March Guides, which are shoppers' guides for businesses to advertise on and they're updated each month. I then did ads for the Walkington Theatre and was later dumped with some super Kmart ads. I love that I'm clearly not happy about dumped. that. Dumped on me. <laughs> Three 30-second commercials that had to be written as well as voiced. <laughs> I went home at about 3.30, coming back at about 4.30. The studio for recording was being used, so I had to wait. It turned out the studio was busy till 6, so I just had to go on air. My shift went well, but I was really pissed at 12.30 when I had to record those commercials. Remember the ones that were dumped at me? Yeah, those. I left them for Cindy to copy check them for me in the morning. Oh, well, see ya, 2.24am. Little grumpy bitch. Long day for Ben. He's not used to having such a long working day. No, How dare you get me to do manual labour? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And it's a new month. We're into March. This is uh, March the 1st. It's a Wednesday. And this uh, entry written at 12.50am. So, you want to know what happened today, eh? I actually used a question mark. Good for me. Well, got into work at about 1.30, did some of those on this days, then set up for the recording of the college show. Recorded that between three and four. All went well. When I'd finished, I found out that we're doing an outside broadcast on Friday at Super Kmart, and I've got to do the 2 till 6 p.m. shift. I tell you now, I'm shit scared already. <laughs> Hopefully it'll all go well. My shift went well tonight and I've got a day off tomorrow, so I'll use the time to do some research on some of the songs that I'll be playing tomorrow. Uh, no, Friday. Bye-bye, 12.57am. 
Mate. What research are you going to do? Just <laughs> desperately finding things to say instead of like, <laughs> and here's a song from uh, Elvis Presley. Did you ever do any DJing at all before oh, you became God, a... no. <laughs> no. See, that's, that's what you needed, your DJ hat on. Yeah, because really... then I would have been used to being in front of a crowd, but yeah, no. I was just used to being in a studio by myself and, <laughs> mate, I would have been pooing so hard that day. I have a oh. needle, kids. I have a needle. Okay, <laughs> let's take in Thursday, March 2. Day off today. Did very little indeed, except worrying over tomorrow. Still, it should be okay. I love that I'm constantly telling myself, it's going to be okay. Yeah, it's going to be all right. Don't worry about it, man. I'll just be talking to thousands and have a number of them looking at me too. I like that I've just said thousands. I haven't gone hundreds is of thousands. The, or is there thousands of people in Carrara? 10,000 around that time, yeah. I don't know would if they've the, all be, Would <laughs> they have all come out to see you at the... No. <laughs> but I'll be talking to thousands as in like they might be listening oh. to me. And what have, do they do you anyway? And I'll have a number <laughs> of them looking at me too. So a number is probably... Maybe five. <laughs> I went to Super Kmart tonight to have a look at where the console is set up. So they basically set up a microphone on a um, a little card table back in those days with a big <laughs> core flute that said 6KA, giving you the hits. Um, it's right in front of Holly's, which is the restaurant. So people can stare at you while they pig out. Shit, I'm nervous. <laughs> You're very stressed about this, weren't you? Clearly. And I feel like I'm playing it low-key in here. I was probably absolutely packing my Dax. Maybe ready to leave. Maybe you're going to go, oh, maybe this is not for me. I better well, go home. Perhaps tomorrow perhaps I'll tomorrow. quit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dropped into the station. Also talked with Glenn. He's had a couple of offers to start at other radio stations, which is great. They're willing to wait for him until he's ready. We talked about what happens when you tell them you're leaving. They get really shitty and treat like a piece of shit for your last few days. I forgot to say treat you like a piece of shit for your last few days. So the day I leave will be very worrying still. Who cares? See ya. P.S. Mum and Dad rang. Yay. Yippee. And I love that I've written um, very worrying with a W-O-R-R, dropped to the Y and just gone an I-N-G. Warring. I like it that you're worried about it eight weeks after you've started about leaving. <laughs> and I then stayed there for three and a half years. <laughs> I think they were happy to see you leave, mate. I was going to say, did they, were they nasty to you? Did they treat you like shit or were they really nice? Oh, not really nice because I'd been present. there so long. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Old I got job. a present. Oh, good point. I never got a present. Oh, <laughs> well, not that I remember anyway. All right, let's take in uh, Friday, March 3. Uh, no time, so I've written this the next day. Well, today was the big day. The first outside broadcast for Ben Wasley. Got to the station at 10, did a couple of commercials, stuffed around, was given my 6KA Super Kmart T-shirt to wear, slightly small, have to lose more weight? I've done a question mark there. Have to lose more weight? <laughs> Had you lost any weight up to this point? Clearly not, because I'm eating Vegemite and cheese rolls and having spaghetti bolognese with noodles thinking I'm dieting. Like, come on, loser. But I distinctly remember grabbing that T-shirt and doing, you know, when you pull the edges and try and make it fit your boobs into it. it. And you, yeah. And back in those mm. days, there wasn't a lot of stretching things. No. <laughs> a lot of the things were probably highly flammable and toxic as well. <laughs> Went to Kmart at about 1.30. My face was bright red. You know you know from me, whenever I'm embarrassed, I'm like a yes. neon light. 
It starts at your neck and then it sort of goes up to your face. Totally. It happens when I drink as well. Thanks, Mum. I told everyone I was sunburnt and I I put on a brave front, pretending I wasn't nervous. I was nervous for the first hour to two hours. Then I calmed down. We had great fun. Neville and Richie talked on the microphone with me. We raved on and mucked about for a while. After the OB, oh, I love that I'm savvy now. I don't say outside broadcast, I just say OB. I wanted to know what that was when you said it, OB. Gosh. Yeah, it's an outside broadcast. It's short. It's like LOL. <laughs> uh, we went to the Overland Hotel for a media party around the pool, which was great. And when that finished, I went back to Cindy's house for drinks. I also invited them over for dinner on Monday night. See you later. P.S. Nana Stella rang. Really great. Oh. Oh, so I survived my first outside broadcast day. OB. OB. Yeah, and you did it OB. well. <laughs> yeah. I can still remember all the people sitting in Holly's eating hamburgers and chips and looking at me like, who is this wanker? <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't think that at the time. No. You thought they... You would have gone, look, they think I'm caught in my very tight T-shirt. I'm a radio star. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and our final entry is uh, Saturday, March 4. This was written at 3.31am. And today we'll go down in history as the day Ben did absolutely zero once again. And people will look back on this day and say, shit, that boy is so lazy. And then I've put three exclamation marks and two question marks. So good at jazzing up these entries. <laughs> I did stuff all today. I think you just said you absolutely did zero. So come on. I uh, went shopping to get all the ingredients for Monday night's tea. Oh, we're having lasagna, garlic bread, and fresh salad. I love, and fresh salad. If it doesn't go off before Monday, ha! <laughs> <laughs> the request show was extremely busy. Hardly any time to scratch myself, let alone pick my nose. <laughs> well, I never... <laughs> What the hell? What? I bet I was picking my nose and I would have flicked it across the studio. <laughs> anyway, after all that was over, I went home and watched the wrestling on telly. My standards the are slipping. Wrestling. Yes. The WWE wrestling. used to be on uh, GWN back then because we only had GWN and the ABC and it oh, would yeah, go off at midnight. So you'd just get static at midnight. My standards are slipping, but I've only got two. Oh, here we go. But I've only got two channels to choose from. I then retired to bed and read my book till now because I'm tired to bed. Who are you, (laughs) Nana? I I retired to bed and read my book till now because I'm tired. I say bye bye. Three forty two a.m. Ben, I can't think. I'm thinking back at it. We were old before our time. We really were. We were like little old grannies. We had tea and we retired to bed. (laughs) (laughs) We were 19. (laughs) We were saying off air before we started that at 19, none of us had had sex. None of us were considering having sex. None of us knew anything about sex. Whereas now, by the time you're seven, you've like, oh, I've got an an OnlyFans account. (laughs) I'm selling my (laughs) pyjamas. Yeah, they're on Tinder. We wouldn't imagine if we'd had Tinder back in those days. Oh, my Lord. We wouldn't have known what to do with it. I totally wouldn't have known what to do with it. Did you ever used to come up to Kerry's and sit and drink cups of tea all afternoon? That was our our hour on a Saturday afternoon. I used to (laughs) love doing that. We were grandmas. We were grandmas. Is that because we're from Adelaide? We're coming to huge realisations here. No. I'm just looking back going, we weren't rebels, were we? No. We weren't taking drugs. No. And, I mean, we had a few drinks. I remember getting, you know, having yeah. a few drinks a couple of times. And maybe a Winnie Blue every now and then. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> a Winnie Blue. 
Yeah. Don't you remember that? Bit. Yeah. <laughs> Noodle oh. cough a lung up. <laughs> go go to the pub underage and then smoke two packets in one night because we had to do something with our hands. Well, I distinctly I remember the, that. I remember out of the hold fast. I remember for our remember we had our, our school reunion and we went to the hold fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and um, you were a bit unwell. Yeah, I did vomit in the garden again 20 years later. Yeah. 20 years later and I was still rubbing your back. <laughs> Thanks, honey. <laughs> still the best. Always. And we probably went home and had a cup of tea and talked about our night after. <laughs> You're ruining our, our uh, epic. You're just ruining us. <laughs> right. Uh, I'll stop. All right. Stop <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me again, Lou. My pleasure. I love you so always. much. And, uh, it's always fun. I know. We're definitely having you on again. Don't worry. Oh, your entries just need a bit of like, you should have gone to creative writing classes, right? <laughs> Thankfully, my creative writing's gotten better over time. Yes. <laughs> All right. So well, in the next episode, we're going to find out how my very first dinner party went or will I completely forget what happened on that day and make some flippant low-key entry that reveals bugger all aside from praising me and my efforts. A hot tip, it's the last thing I said. I'll swap shifts with Glenn so he can play basketball and actually ruin his show with my lack of research because there's no internet and the record companies didn't send any bios, okay? So I'm going to pull the clueless card. I'll also wrap up two weeks of house sitting and give away a futuristic prize that was all the rage in the late 80s. Now, to help shine a spotlight on Indigenous voices this episode, we want a hero, House of Dizzy. Uh, Christy Dickinson is an Indigenous Australian jewellery designer and the Queen of Bling. She actually makes amazing earrings and jewellery. Honestly, if I had holes in my ears, I would be grabbing some. Uh, it's all got a message. It's just friggin' cool. Even uh, Drew Barrymore has been rocking her designs. So if you like an ear accessory or anything else that makes you look like you're a keeper of the finest in bling, you'll find her online at houseofdizzy.com. That's H-A-U-S of D-I-Z-Z-Y dot com or just hit up House of Dizzy on Instagram too. Right, I please get your share on with the podcast. You can subscribe via iTunes, Spotify or Google Podcasts. We love it a lot when you say lovely things about this podcast and your reviews, obviously. So give us a shout out if you're loving it and feel free to share it with anyone you think might enjoy it too. And thanks to my partners in audio crime, the enigmatic DJ Dirtbag for the 1989 theme tune and Jezza for all the other pieces of audio yumminess. And of course, until the next episode, I am loving you from here. Check you later. See ya. Bye.